Hello and welcome to On the Horizon podcast coming at you from Dean Studios. We are an extension of Horizon Church, a relationally driven, socially conscious, Jesus-centered church centered and located in the heart of Towson, Maryland. I'm your host, Ryan Casey, and today we're going to have a fireside chat about diversity in the church with our guests, YouTube sensations, Matt Brooks and Glory Kim. They are more commonly known as Slice and Rice, though, and we'll get into why that is. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Of yeah, course. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Uh, I've been really excited for this for a long time, so I'm so excited <laughs> that you guys are here, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Um, I wanted to start by making sure the listeners know a little bit about each one of you. So, Gloria, can we start with you? Tell me about your family and like where you grew up. Yeah, so I'm the youngest of four sisters. I have three older sisters, and I was born in Austin, Texas. I never so, knew you were from yeah, Texas. Yeah, I'm actually the first in my entire family to be born in the United States, which is really, really? cool because my three older sisters were born in Germany, which is also kind of random. That is wow. But my uh, dad is a retired pastor now, but at the time he we moved around a lot because he had different opportunities in different states. So, um, born in Texas, grew up mostly in Florida and Maryland, but I went uh-huh. to like three different second grade classes, and I was really used to moving a lot um so i really liked that and uh what else anybody in your family speak german actually my sister grew up only knowing german which is so funny and i think my dad still like kind of knows a little bit that's gotta throw people off (laughs) somebody who's like full korean just speaks german to them i know yeah (laughs) that's wild that's really exciting so okay so you went to high school where yeah i went to high school at richard montgomery high school which is an ivy league school i think but i'm i wasn't part of the ivy uh program and uh yeah, so I went there, and then I went to Towson University. Awesome. What did you get your degree in at Towson University? Um, I was an electronic media and film major, so that's film, and I always knew I wanted to do film going into college. That's really cool. That's really cool. So um, what did you do for work before you started uh, your YouTube channel? Yeah, I worked at University of Maryland College Park, and I was a video producer there, and I did video production basically for professors who wanted their courses online or uh, promotional videos for the school. That's great. That's really great. Awesome. So, Matt, how about you? Uh, where are you from? And tell me about your family. Yes, I lived in Baltimore my whole life. Uh, yeah. No, no Germany? You don't speak <laughs> no, Germany. <laughs> I wish I wish I would have traveled early on. Uh, but no, nah, it's just all I knew was Baltimore for the longest time. Um, I have three older sisters, uh, which is really cool. And I'm the youngest, of course. Mm. So, of course, I had to be the funny one out of <laughs> everyone. Um, as far as schooling, uh, I, it was on and off as far as homeschooled. So mm. um, right around middle school, my mom uh, put me in homeschool, which was like, the, it was awesome. And then after a little bit, I was like, all right, mom, I want to be in high school. I want friends. So I, <laughs> I, went, I went to Woodlawn. I don't, I went, shout out to Woodlawn. I don't want to disrespect him or anything. But I went to Woodlawn High School. And then once I got there, I was like, no, I want to go back to homeschool. Uh, so I went to homeschool, and then my senior year, I was like, Mom, I want to walk across the stage. So it was like on and off, back and forth. But when I was homeschool, I competed in uh, professional gaming before it was like a really wow. big thing. Um, I played uh, a game called Gears of War, which was fun, um, for three years with my team. We were sponsored by Verizon Fios. That's uh, wild. We would travel in MLG, Major League Gaming, to different places, Chicago, uh, Florida. Wow. So we were actually traveling, playing on the main stage, That's all of so that wild. stuff um, so early on. Um, so I would do two hours, two to three hours of homeschool, and then the rest was spent. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. The rest was spent like competing, practicing in a video game, really mastering it. Um, it kind of took the fun out of playing video games a little bit because it, it became, became a job. A job. <laughs> yeah, it became a job. Job. Gotta um, go to work. <laughs> yeah, so I stopped doing that around 2007, 2008. Wow. Uh, went to CCBC for acting because I wanted to be an actor, and then I transferred to Towson because I wanted to direct the movies that I was acting in. Oh, so I was the so star cool. of the show. So yeah. I really wanted to really have my hands in everything. Yeah. Um, early on, so. The only thing I know about Woodlawn is the Serial Podcast. So yeah, do you yeah. get asked about that all yes. the time? Yeah. Always. Every time he mentions that, people are like, like, oh, oh yeah, I heard. Do you know Adnan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Wait, hold younger. on. Tell the what? <laughs> the Serial Podcast. The Serial Podcast? Do you really not know? I, I no, know. I know you know. The Serial Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not That's like Serial Like Food. Like it's like 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 he like, like, like was about a guy who was charged with murder. Um, oh. oh yeah yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. See, school, you yeah. can see we don't talk. It's like Fight Club. Oh, <laughs> so, so you don't talk. Yeah, we don't about talk it. about it. You saw it. The, the, the what? 
don't know what you're talking about. You have to pretend like you don't know about, about it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's it's really cool. funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I was about. like, he has to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> so what did you do for work before you started the YouTube channel? Um, So <laughs> early on, I was in retail a lot. So I started off as a model at Hollister. Nice. Yo, so I did that. I did that for a long time, and then I went from Hollister to H and M, then the H and M to Tommy Bahama, and then once actually once Glory um, got a job at College Park, I was like, "Yo, you gotta save me! Like I can't do no more retail." Um, she spoke with the boss, and they hired me as a freelancer wow. at College Park. So I was like working Tommy Bahama, and then doing videos with Glory. And then when she quit, I kind of took her. I took a job. <laughs> I was like, I have to leave. So now, right now, um, I'm doing Glory's old job, but I'm actually leaving for YouTube. And right. within a month, actually, wow. I gave them my so final notice. Like, I can't so do this anymore, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so let me get this straight. So in, in middle school, <laughs> high school, you are a professional gamer who models on the side. Yes. You're like everybody's hero. <laughs> I, I know. It was great. It was great. Doing it, I didn't feel cool. Right. Um, and you're homeschooled and actually, all that. Now, yeah, you, you need to when I was doing it, it wasn't the cool thing. Now, <laughs> now this time and age, like the nerds are like, the models and everything it was crazy. I was like, why couldn't it be like this when I was younger? Could have been so much cooler. But <laughs> oh yeah, that's really funny. That's really funny. Oh my gosh. So I want to know all about the journey of slice and rice. So mm -hmm. first of all, what about your video and photography background prepared you to step into the world of YouTube? Yeah. So I've always been into video. Well, actually, ever since I was in high school, I would say. So my best friend and I at the time, we entered a music video contest for the Jonas Brothers, who were like really hot at the time, <laughs> <laughs> both their music and their uh, physical <laughs> I'm actually going, going to their concert this summer. Cause they're coming no way. Back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we did a music video and they're gonna be uh, like oh my gosh slice and rice is here I know. oh my god that'll be a dream come true sorry <laughs> um, but yeah at the time i mean it was kind of just for fun but i've always really been into all different types of art so i hadn't explored like the video aspect of art yet so i got to play with that and to my surprise we actually made it as the top 10 national finalists wow. which was a huge deal for us um because the winners would have been able to like fly to la and meet them oh um, my gosh yeah so it was like really cool and that's what really sparked my uh fire passion for video making you that's guys really actually cool. won that but you didn't answer your well, email no, i don't know if we won. i don't yeah <laughs> I didn't check my email. I was in Mexico at the time oh, for a mission no trip. Way. You and, might have like, won. <laughs> I think we they said, "Oh, we need your initials to like send like or your signature." And I didn't see the email. And it, yeah, oh I was no! So upset. You didn't tell your friends that, did you? No, I did. Oh. She was like, "Real, yeah." It was in, not a good time. <laughs> so you tell them that when you go to the concert, like yeah. I was supposed to win, but I didn't check my email. <laughs> um. For me, my cousin early on when we were kids, he got a video camera because uh, his mom is a professional photographer. So she bought him a video camera, and he came over to my house one time. He's like, hey, man, I got a video camera. And instantly the idea started flowing in, Aww. and we started creating, like, some of the wildest things, like a bootleg James Bond, <laughs> where we would get a toilet paper roll, and we'd put it over top of the camera camera lens, and we'd do, like, the beginning intro of GoldenEye with it. <laughs> and then we have, like, a sheet of toilet paper, like, kind of go down, like, the little transition. Uh, like, we were doing so that funny. early on. I'm looking for that video because, oh, man, it goes back um yeah so that like kind of birthed everything of yeah. like what what can i create like hmm. i was thinking like the ideas are limitless with the camera and i needed to get one um so my 16th birthday my mom and dad bought me a video camera oh. and then from there that's when i everything started it was wow. just making everything non-stop <laughs> it was Aww. great so that's awesome yeah I think it's amazing and really unique that both of you had a lot of like success on like a national stage really early on in your lives. Like, you know, with you being a, like a professional video gamer, <laughs> young, that kind of made, and then mm -hmm. you getting in a national competition. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that kind of like instilled in you guys the confidence because I think it's kind of a, a high reach for most people to think I could do something that yeah. the world's going to care about. But you guys have already done things at a young age that the world had cared about on some level. So like, that's so cool. Never thought about that yeah. really until you said that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Ryan. Sure, no, <laughs> I, I reflect I, on this and like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all, we're learning about the journey together. I like that. Yes. I like that. Um. So how did you guys even get the idea to start a YouTube channel? 
So we actually each had our own YouTube channel since 2006, which YouTube came out in 2005, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, so we were each posting our own stuff on there. But when we met each other, I think we realized we had our own channel. Um, so there's a story I just love to share. Tell everyone. <laughs> it's just so great. It's like, that's how you know it was meant to be. Yeah. Is yeah. this story. So we each had our own channel. And so when we met each other, that came up somehow that mm. we we're both really into YouTube, which mm. is funny because not a lot of people around us were into right. YouTube. That's really not a thing. Even today, I feel like people are just starting to get the idea of yeah. like, oh, you're a YouTuber? Like, right. oh, you do that for a living? Like, it's uh -huh. still a kind of a new idea. So yeah, at that yeah. time, definitely <laughs> so we were you know talking about our channels we're like oh so like let's see each other's channels so we swapped each other's uh, channel names and i hit subscribe on his channel i was like oh, i'll watch your videos later and he looked at my channel and he was like oh i'm already subscribed to you <laughs> so, she caught so. me she caught me i had to learn about you <laughs> i see what kind of girl you were <laughs> no but there was a video that Glory had made for Towson University um, that someone showed me. It's like, hey, I was in this video. And uh, it was a networking perspective. I was like, hey, there's someone that's creating like I am in yeah. the DMV area. I'm yeah. going to subscribe and eventually reach out to him. Yeah. Um, I think I <laughs> actually. And then propose to I, that. I, yeah, I know. And then later, you will be my girlfriend, and then we'll propose. Uh, <laughs> I think I actually left a comment. You never replied oh, <laughs> early on. She lost in the same email. She I lost was the like, Jonas hey, <laughs> this person's even bigger than me. Wow, I need to meet him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, early on. So that's what it was. So when I found that, I was like, yo, this is kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we got in a relationship and um, we were like, hey, let's uh, introduce each other to our fan bases. Yeah. And at mm -hmm. that time, it wasn't like we had a lot. Like, I think around that time, I had about 200 subscribers. And Glory, you were like in the thousands, right? Mm -hmm. Just uh, a thousand. Yeah, yeah. just wow. a thousand to my 200. <laughs> what, what was the video that would put you on the map there? That Well, I had a f like the Jonas Brothers one. Well, and then, yeah. Oh, wait. And then you said you made one for Towson University that he saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was probably, yeah, we made a Harlem Shake. Which I actually remember watching that. Yeah, that is crazy <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah. I mean, it was actually, I have, there's a lot of hate comments on that video because oh. I didn't do it the traditional way that uh. most people did. But it's because I had, like, an error when I was filming it, so I tried to make up for uh. it. But, uh, yeah, that video, I think that's the one that Matt Yeah, that's the one I subscribed yeah. to. Man, that yeah. puts a question in my mind for later. Remind me to come back to that because mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys deal with comments and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's a anyway, good question. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that because that's a, it's a whole other world. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you were oh, saying. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we get in a relationship, intermingle our fan bases, and then we're like, well, now that we've filmed the video, we should just have our own channel mm -hmm. and stuff. And um, so Slice and Rice commitment. was born. <laughs> yeah, a week later, Slice and Rice was born, and then – we never we never went back to our old channel. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, this is way more fun than just us doing it ourselves. Right. So mm -hmm. we just stuck with Slice and Rice ever since. Where did the name Slice and Rice come from? Because I think that's so catchy mm -hmm. and creative. Yeah, so Matt is the one that is the genius behind the name. <laughs> I always credit him for his, like, really, like, he always thinks really quickly on his feet. I always know that God's giving him these ideas. That's just like a very mm. unique talent and ability of Matt. He just comes up with unique ideas. That's awesome. And so Slice and Rice was, even though it's so simple of a name, I think it's brilliant. It, it makes it brilliant. <laughs> no, I think yeah. a, a part of the brilliance is having something that's simplistic so simple. and easy to catch. And yeah. yeah. People always mention how it just rolls off the tongue. Uh -huh. It's easy to remember. And yeah. it's intriguing immediately, you uh -huh. know, rather than just being Matt and Glory, you know? Right, right. Yeah, so. when I was coming out with the name, I was trying to think of something that was, reflective of us something that was like easy to say and uh -huh. remember mm -hmm. um at that time i was like hey if it's annoying you'll have to remember it <laughs> so it's <was> like <laughs> i was like slice and rice slice and rice and then something i'll ask questions so a lot of the time we get that question how'd you the, i don't understand the slice and the rice like what is it like you know because slice can be interpreted so many uh, different right, ways right, right. and it's like no nah, it's a slice of pizza like, <laughs> you know, i just really like pizza. i thought you had knives man like no no it was not or they think we're like a cooking show yeah like, no <laughs> no actually no nah, i think about it. we don't really do anything anything with pizza. to do with pizza yeah. rice. it's crazy um yeah so it was like trying to think of like annoying things so like early on <laughs> I was thinking about the branding without knowing what branding right. was. Yeah. Right. You know, I just kind of knew like how to how to get close to success. I didn't yeah. know how the answers to success, but it was hey, these are the things that I see a lot of people doing mm -hmm. that works. 
and stuff and um it was very heavy inspired by sesame street early <laughs> on like That's the colors awesome. the even intro? yeah that theme song mm-hmm. like the elmo's world like <laughs> you think you listen to elmo's world music and then listen to our beginning <laughs> <laughs> intro like you'll see it even like you the pitches yeah i know it does kind of sound like elmo's <laughs> i know i need to put this on my mixtape in the beginning uh <laughs> so early on like our theme song used to go he got the slice, she got the rice. Ha, 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 ha. When you think of Elmo's where Elmo's that, 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 that's yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's So hilarious. that's why I connected with people, yeah. you know. Oh, they going to sue me now. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to see, I know, I'm going to see Elmo in court like, hey, so you thought you was going to get famous off my song, huh? Like, oh, no, oh, sorry, Elmo, I thought you loved me. <laughs> um, but it helped. And uh, we st- when we went to college, um, everyone started saying, Matt, like, oh, your theme song stuck in my head. And it felt great. I was like, yes, yeah, you're thinking about it. our channel. Yeah, now right. you have to watch. Right. <laughs> or you are watching. So it was cool. We don't do that anymore, but yeah. <laughs> we should. That's awesome. So, I mean, it's it's gained a lot of steam. Like, I was telling um, the story to somebody beforehand that, like, well, you guys were really kind and came in Akira's class like last year or the year mm-hmm. before. Aww. And when she told them that like Slice and Rice were coming, the kids like geeked out. They're like, Aww. Slice and Rice are coming here? Yeah. Like they knew who you were. Like you were out there yeah. like in wow. like pockets that aren't even relationally connected to you. So how did it start to gain this momentum? Um, I- it started early on. Like we tell anyone that has like questions of like, hey, how do you start? It's like, hey, find the, the closest people that you know are supportive mm-hmm. and get them to watch it. Yeah. Early on, get feedback and yeah. like don't be upset by criticism because it's mm-hmm. going to make you better and stronger. So early on, um, it was like our immediate family. So my mom's like the <laughs> biggest slice and rice. Uh, so it's weird. Like we'll upload a video and I hear it in the other room. <laughs> and then she'll leave the room and never talk to me about it. Like, you, know, you just watched our video. What do you think? Um, so, yeah, early on, we would only average like three to five views. Right. Or if it was 20, that means we just watched it 10, 15 times. <laughs> like, man, glory of peace and stuff. And then slowly but surely, um, once we started understanding like who we were, like our identity, mm-hmm. and like really figuring out what people gravitated to, yeah. it started uh, getting a little bit bigger. Like right. our friends, more of our friends started enjoying it. More awesome. friends, so it started with our friends and family, and stuff growing. And then we knew it was like, okay, we can do something with this. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's kind of a hard question though because I feel like there's a lot of different things that um, happened to our channel that mm-hmm. made it like grow, like yeah. in spurts. I mean, it took a really long time too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really long. I mean, four four years, I would yeah. say. But in I internet mean, terms, in internet they, yeah. terms, yeah. that is kind of long because some yeah. people blow up in like a month or a year. Right? They have like a a, a, stu- a silly video that just puts them on the national stage immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Because yeah. it went viral. Yeah. Right. So it took a lot of like hard work. Like our journey is yeah. kind of interesting because like there was an app, a streaming app. I would say live streaming app that we went on that gained us a lot of like oh, cool. views. Um, yeah. There's a video that we did that gained us a lot of views, like our Disney, a Disney video. Yeah. Tell us yeah, about that one because that one that really I think launched That's you the a one little that put bit us more. More on the map. I would yeah. Uh uh-huh. um, It was our first viral video and it was a recreation of drawing Disney Channel Mickey Mouse ears uh-huh. like all the Disney Channel celebrities did. Um, we thought of that video last minute because yeah, like, we couldn't think of what to do and the day of was just like let's just go to the harbor and yeah. get people to draw Mickey ears. <laughs> Lo and behold yeah. we know that was our first viral. Yeah and it yeah. went viral on Facebook because people like recognized the people that were in the video because right. it was like a local video and wow. it just went viral in like a day I think it was like a million views. I'm going to ask a really old man question. What is it? How many views does it need to be viral? That's an independent. Well, yeah. I would say that's an independent question because a hundred thousand to a lot of people is still considered viral. Okay. But now, I guess everyone associates a million plus as viral. So you had a million Within plus a short views amount on of time. The, on yeah. The, yeah. On the wow. Yeah. 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 But the unfortunate thing about that video was that we weren't even really in it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> We're talking about branding. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Suck, like, what are you trying to say? You don't like any of our other videos, but so like it actually kind of wasn't a good thing for our channel because people mm. wanted to see more of that, but we're oh, like, no, yeah. we don't want to keep not... doing this. Right, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, tell me. So I think it's really interesting that you said you started to figure out your identity, and that's when it gained like a lot of traction. How would yeah. you describe like your identity for mm. your for your channel? I would say now it's uh, our identity is just us and our life. Mm. Um, that we just show like the nice humorous side of it and our life is based upon learning about each other's culture 
Yeah. Um, so it comes natural to us. So yeah. I really do have to learn a lot about Glory's Korean culture and Glory's learning a lot about my family. Mm. And it's like, hey, why why do we have to uh, keep that private? We could. Yeah. There's other people that's experiencing that. And originally that was going to be a private thing that I was yeah. going to do as an experiment on my own channel. Because mm. the, the goal that I had was I'm going to learn Korean words and I'm going to surprise Glory's family. Yeah. But um, I was thinking about it from a long-term perspective, like, hey, this could really help slice and rice. Yeah. Um, and then once we started that. That's when our channel. I would say up. that's actually when our when channel. It blew up. Yeah. yeah. And wow. again, that was a God-given idea yeah. to Matt. I yeah. swear, like, it, it's really cool to see those come to life because I would say that is the moment when we found our identity and it just really went up from mm. there. And it actually, like, I feel like his ideas kind of came from the fact that we were struggling within our interracial relationship kind of mm. introducing that to my parents yeah but that's really good because it's something good coming from something bad you know that we were experiencing at the right, time right yeah. right that's awesome no that's really good yeah so i i think we should probably mention because now everybody can see us in the podcast matt is oh. african-american yeah <laughs> so, oh, oh yeah as far as like the, the two, we didn't know <laughs> so as far as the two cultures yeah. like it's very yeah. interesting I, and i think you guys have really done a good job, I think, of celebrating diversity in a funny and creative way on your mm. channel, which I don't think is an easy thing to do. I think it's like it's full of landmines. How do you mm -hmm. walk the line of finding the humor in society without being offensive? Still Ooh. learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're still learning. But um, before every video, we always pray before every mm. video yeah. um, because uh, our channel is God's channel. Yeah. That's, and yeah. we're, we're just the workers. That's how That's we awesome. look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if we ever okay. find ourselves in a situation where we feel like we're making executive decisions, then it's not right, hmm. um, whatever we do. So um, we pray. Uh, one of the biggest prayers is that we hope that this video doesn't offend. We say this every prayer. We don't want this video to offend, but bring people together. Hmm. So That's all of the messages in those vid cultural videos, we make sure like, hey, is this a learning Mm -hmm. And what are we saying about our own culture? Right. Um, out of respect. Yeah. Um, so we keep mindful of that. Though, even with that being said, there are some people that Always don't see it. Always going to be. Yeah. yeah. Always going. Of course. So we yeah. do hit a lot of that, but for the most part, I would say ninety-five percent really appreciate yeah. how we handle everything. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that's absolutely incredible. How How do you deal with? I mean, you said some people get offended, but mm -hmm. I bet some people will say some pretty offensive <laughs> things in the comments. Like, how do you deal with, like, commenting? And, like, I just feel like yeah. if my life was on that much display, I think I would crack. <laughs> you block them. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you um, banned. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. So, I don't know. You definitely need thick skin. I think mm. me and Matt kind of uh, respond to it a little bit differently. Yeah. So, I don't know why. I, I, It's not really because I'm strong, but naturally, I just, I don't really, it's really hard for me to get offended by mm. comments, um, mainly because I understand what it is. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's someone that has never met me mm. behind a computer screen that is saying something about me, even if it's good or right. bad, they're both, you can't really take yeah. it for what it is because you don't, they don't know you. Mm. So I don't know why, it's, but it's really hard for me to get offended, mm. um, especially if it has something to do with my looks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, even if it's just like, oh, uh -huh. like, how could you put this up? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't Do you read me. all the comments? We read or a lot of comments. Really? Yeah. But obviously- you could read like you could uh. read like a hundred good comments, and the one bad one will of always course. stand out. Of, of course, oh, you know. So hard. But yeah. I don't know if that was. <laughs> yeah, Glory's better than me. Uh, I bet I, I would I be was in your camp. <laughs> in high school, and it's, I'll attribute this early on when you go to high school and everyone's like cracking jokes and uh -huh. stuff like that. Your natural response is, "All right, what am I going to say back?" Right. So when right. this happens in the comments <laughs> and people are roasting me. Uh, sometimes I forget, like, hey, we're public figures, and right. I'll type something. Uh, <laughs> but then right before it's sent, I'm like, oh, see, I can't say it back because then it's like, this just didn't slice it. This about a comment. So um, uh, it hurts me. Yeah. Uh, the comments, the words hurt. And it's probably because yeah. I was homeschooled, so that's, all, no, that's how I associate everything. But yeah. if someone said something to me in person, like, it does not, it's weird. Like, in person, it does nothing. Mm. Yeah, but the comments that. hurt me more. <laughs> the yeah. comments hurt me more and stuff. Yeah. And I stay up at night uh. <laughs> from comments. But uh, yeah. I'm doing better. I'm, yeah, doing, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to find better, do better with uh, reacting to negative comments yeah. and stuff. So. Oh, actually, I want to share this one real quick. Someone actually, what video is it? You maybe you'll remember while I'm talking about it, but someone actually messaged us a really hateful comment, Ugh. wished like death upon me and my family and Matt's Jeez. family. It, it was like really oddly specific, yeah. morbid, and just I really nasty. Remember. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, though. and so we were like, you know what? This person is probably like going through something. So huh. I think um, Matt, did you reply to him? 
or her i don't remember but when one of us replied to them with like a really like um not just like oh throwing love at them but honestly trying to like understand why like where they were coming from and they when when we like showed love to them they immediately replied and they were like oh my gosh i just deleted my comment like i didn't think you would actually read this or like i'm so sorry i am going through something it was just like a really like whoa like you know, because these are actual yeah, people, and yeah. they say things for well, and they forget reason. that you're actual people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So that was like a valuable lesson. So that's hmm. why I also don't shouldn't take it to heart. You yeah, know, that we try to remind ourselves. People just yeah. go through stuff, and yeah. I mean, that's powerful that you keep that in your minds, and that you have even the capacity and the willingness to reach <laughs> out and love to that person. It's yeah. like that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's definitely in your work, and that, and his character is in the way that you operate with it. So mm-hmm. I think that's really <laughs> special to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so where like what's the state of slice and rice now? Like where is this? Where where are you guys now? And maybe a follow up question: Where do you see this going? The state of we're still growing, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess other people say it's like a little bit of success. But if you're in it, like there's always more that you can do. Um, so right now on YouTube we're at uh, seven hundred forty thousand, and on Facebook we're Almost at a yeah Facebook yeah. we're at nine hundred fifty thousand followers. Good grief. Um, so, yeah. I don't think I have 10 people who care about anything. I <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's oh, not man. True. That's not true, man. We're all still making an impact. Well, well maybe I will now after you guys are on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding your coattails. <laughs> yeah. But at, at this point, it's like, uh, hey, we're entrepreneurs. Hmm. So we got to change our mind, the way we think, looking at the long run of like, hey, how can we diversify certain things? Yeah. Hey, we got to think about merch. Hey, we got to think about um, just all different types. Do we want to do movies? Do we want to do that? So Mm. I would say that's where we're at, trying to figure out, hey, how can this last to the rest of our life, you know, make the most of it. Right, right. So still keep it fresh and move with the – the wave of everything yeah you know so yeah we don't like to call ourselves youtubers because then right. that boxes you into oh you only make youtube videos we yeah. just call ourselves creators because mm. um, we both just love art and creating yeah slice and rice is a foot into so many things right. like a lot of people a lot of our peers um who want to make it to like hollywood and stuff like don't realize that like youtube is seriously a foot into mm-hmm. that kind of space like Absolutely. it has it gives you exposure like we wouldn't have half the opportunities we did if it wasn't for starting with YouTube. Right. Um, so it's kind of this isn't the end goal. Right. That, I guess that's what I want to say. Slice yeah. Rice is not the end goal mm. at all. And um, me and Matt still try to uh, recognize our own passions because we're completely separate people. Of course. Yeah. So we don't want to just only be Slice and Rice. But this is like a fun thing I think we'll be doing for the next few years. But definitely not like yeah. beyond. I don't see this going beyond like I don't know five ten years i don't see it lasting forever i mean i don't know it'll always be there but yeah i think like youtube wise like i don't see us just doing this every day you know yeah we yeah. know that we are created to do more and more so i think it's awesome to be always kind of and i think in any kind of creative industry mm-hmm. if you're stagnant it starts to fall apart yeah, right exactly. so like, yeah. you always have to be thinking about what's next or thinking mm-hmm. about how to like parlay this into something that else that you want to do yeah, exactly yeah. do you guys take interest in any like um younger youtube other people that you kind of like 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 to f- see up and comers and like, I mean, because I know you network a lot and I know you've gone to a lot of YouTube conferences like you've probably received from people who are out there. Right. Like uh, how's networking work in your whole world? We that's a, that's an area we're trying to get better at. <laughs> um, because I'm going to be honest, like and uh, I struggle with like this a lot, like from a mental standpoint of uh, you just don't want to lose yourself in this industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot that will compromise your character. Mm. And just like a lot of those things, so yeah, yeah. I, I try my best to connect with like my best friends and my family. Hmm. So when it comes to like reaching out and networking and things, we're not the best at that. Yeah. So we don't. If you look on our channel, we rarely collaborate, and if mm. we do, it's someone that's outside of YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So whether it's like my sister or my barber, yeah, or people cool. of like different artistries uh-huh. and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, that like I said, that is something that. We want to get better, but it's also scary too. It is. You give people creative license to do things that maybe you aren't on board with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's like it's that, and just doing things that you don't want to, that you typically wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just a lot of those struggles. So that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So as far as like who we watch, like for me personally, um, I find inspiration things outside of YouTube. Cool. That's like my favorite. So watching a movie uh-huh. or like stand up comedians. Yeah. I love stand up comedy. I can see um, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that that's what I like. That's cool. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know if you. Oh well, <laughs> I, I guess in terms of who I watch or who I yeah. or where like who we network with. Or? Yeah, I, I think we kind of answered the network questions. I'm curious, yeah, like, yeah. where do you get inspiration, or where? What oh, do you, where do we get inspiration? Yeah, from? I, I guess I just changed the question. Well, I, I'm <laughs> I'm super different from Matt because yeah. I love YouTube. I like spend uh, hours watching it. Like I'm, he doesn't watch any of our videos, but I rewatch them <laughs> over and over. I don't know. I just love like YouTube culture. Yeah. I have favorite YouTubers, uh-huh. and I get inspired by them. Um, I love like Christian YouTubers. Well. I like YouTubers who don't have a Christian channel, but they're Christian. Like, you know, you can they wear that on their sleeve. Um, I don't know. I get inspired by that. Uh, yeah, that's I think cool. that's just where I get inspired. This is funny. I, I'm, this question I did not prep you guys for at all. But, like, uh, we in, in March, we had a – for our link group, we had a YouTube March Madness where we all, everybody, like, kind of voted, like, a favorite YouTube video. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we oh, watched cool. them all, and we, like, voted down, oh, the, nice. down to the final four, and then we voted. Yeah, it was really, really fun. <laughs> so if you were to have a YouTube March Madness that did include Slice and Rice videos, what's your favorite, like, YouTube funny video of all time? Oh, is, is there one that you, like, think of? Like, that one just makes me laugh every time I see it. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> see, the things that make me laugh is the stuff that's, like, in real life. Okay, and I find yeah, it's, yeah. like, the stuff that gets shared on Facebook, whether it's, like, a, a little baby acting like an adult or, like, <laughs> yeah, things yeah. that happen with animals that uh-huh. look, that's, like, so humanist. <laughs> human, I, think, I, I can't think of the word, but they yeah, act, animals uh-huh. acting like humans. I think yeah, it's hilarious. hilarious yeah. there, there's a video that's so stupid that Matt showed me. Um, if what was, it, what was it called? If people, if animals ate, what was it? Oh, yeah. This is a video that we both <laughs> shared. So it was like, if people ate like animals. But it's so funny. It's so, it's like, really dumb. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just two It's two guys sitting at, like, a cardboard uh, table. Like They made a table out of, like, cardboard boxes. And the guy would come in a frame like an alligator and, like, try to eat. Like, his whole <laughs> use his whole body as out. It's like, just so funny. It, yeah, that's my favorite. That's awesome. <laughs> the thing that won our YouTube video uh, uh-huh. competition was the, the cat sale vine, where, like, it's, like, the song sale and the cat's moving around. Oh, the yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old one, but somebody brought yes. it back. And it, yeah, it, 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 won, it brought the night down. Animal so. videos. <laughs> see? Yeah. Animal videos. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. People love the animal videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. I want to kind of circle back to the topic of diversity. I know, like, Slice mm-hmm. and Rice is like a launching point for this, but one of the things that I've kind of really wrestled with as a pastor is that Horizon is not as diverse of a church as we'd like it to be. You know, I, I just feel like we're not reflective of the greater Towson area in a way that we want to be, and we wanted to grow in this. You know, it's something that you guys, we've actually had conversations yeah. about, mm-hmm. like, our desire to grow and how the difficulties of that. Like, first of all, let's start with your story because you guys are, you know, from a different ethnicity than the majority mm-hmm. of Horizon. Mm-hmm. So what brought you to Horizon and what kept you coming? Um, one of our friends in the society that we were in, Nathan, actually, he told me about Horizon. And I think the reason why I was excited to go is because I lived in the apartments right across the street and I was looking for a church. So I was like, okay, I'll try it out. So I went with him and Taylor and, um, yeah, I just really liked how it, I I just loved it. It was Mm. just like so intimate, like not Mm. like so small, but not big, you know, so big. And I just loved how close it was. So I think Actually, ever since that Sunday, I've been going, like, ever since. So, um, with, like, a few breaks. But right, right, I think right. that's what brought me. And then I eventually invited him when we started talking. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, what, you just came because of glory, or was there anything? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get the girl. <laughs> well played. She got me. And then I got, <laughs> went there, and I was like, oh, wow, this place is cool. I remember the first time yeah. I went there, I I, I came in like a full on suit. Like, <laughs> Bryce time. did the same thing for some Oh, did you? Yeah. Hey, so we had the same mindset. I had on like this pinstripe suit. That's <laughs> and awesome. I walked in, I was like, oh, I'm overdressed. <laughs> All right. But hey, you're, you're a hoster yeah. model, yeah. man. You gotta, you gotta bring your I had to show it on. I had to show Glory what's up. Like, hey. Um, and there, yeah. So Glory invited me to Horizon and, uh, and this was before we even got in a relationship, mm. so we were just interested in, in each other. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah. Started going. But you guys got very involved very quickly. I remember we, we had a really great conversation one time at Starbucks mm. about stuff yeah. that was going on in life. And yeah. I just really appreciated both of you from the very beginning and some of your journeys. And then you had something that happened to you yeah. that I felt like I, – and, and I say this, this is like – I think it was a good exposure to people at Horizon to understand – 
this world that we're living in right here in Baltimore with people yeah. that we know dealing with like issues of racism. You right. Know? And, and I think that it was it, for me, it really brought it home. So why don't you tell us what happened to you? Yeah. So it was 20. Yeah. So four years ago, um, I was arrested uh, for false identity, misidentification. Um, basically, um, someone out of a lineup picked my DMV picture since I didn't have a record. And oh it was like, goodness. hey, this is the person that did it. And um, it's funny, looking back at it now, it's funny because the day this crime happened, Gloria and I was filming a YouTube video at the harbor giving out homeless kids, to <laughs> to giving <laughs> oh out care goodness. packages <laughs> to homeless people. I know. Instead of being arrested for it. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Um, but it was, um, till this day, like, I still am affected by it. But um, it was like one of the worst things ever. And, um, you know, I was attending a different church at this time. And, um, you know, I was reaching out for him for help. And, um, you know, I'll be honest, like they said that they would help me, but it was like at a cost, like, hey, we help you. We expect this, this, right. this um, in return. And I was like, ah, oh, this is this doesn't mm -hmm. feel like church. Like I'm yeah. really hurting. Like I yeah. thought this is what it's going to be. So I remember uh, I randomly went to your, your link group. Yeah. And um, he was like, hey, share what's going on. And I just shared it. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I needed some people to talk to about it and um you guys are really loving mm -hmm. and um i know in the back of my head i was really afraid to share it because it's right. like dang like there's a chance like you don't even believe anything right. i say of like course, hey like course. i'm yeah. uh these are the 20 crimes that i'm being accused of right. hey let me in your house and you're, like, <laughs> and you're like come right in like so like that was like i never experienced that mm -hmm. ever i never even knew that existed yeah. and uh, i remember we uh we were in the basement we was talking about it we connected yeah. and that was like it and then i'll never forget like it was like uh maybe like a couple weeks later two weeks later you reached you personally reached out without me even asking anything right. it was like hey um you know, we're here for you. We want to help you out and we want to be there for you anyway. And um, I was like, wow, like this is what church community is mm -hmm. all about. And um, it was I did not even expect mm -hmm. it. I was just coming to Horizon just because I love the atmosphere. Everyone yeah. was loving. I was sharing the story and people were supportive of me yeah. and praying for me. And mm -hmm. like those are like elements that I was looking for, of yeah. like sense of community. Um, so that's kind of what solidified Horizon in my heart, mm -hmm. uh, which is why, like, even if we go to visit somewhere, I was like, no, nah, I have to go back to Horizon because my heart's not here. Like, my heart's always with right. Horizon um, and stuff. So um, that whole situation, everyone was, like, praying for me, praying mm -hmm. for me. And then, like, one day, we, you know, I had to go to court to see, like, hey, we're going either we're going to drop it or go to jury. And then, um, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Let me back you up for yeah. a second because I think mm -hmm. people think, oh, they got the wrong guy. They must have cleared that up in like mm -hmm. an hour. No. Like, no. Like, I mean, you need to tell them like what well, – because I think people need to know this. Like, yeah. So you were nowhere near it. You were not involved, but you got arrested. You didn't just stay in, the, in like overnight in jail? Yeah, or? yeah. So, I, yeah, I stayed – it was, yeah, a few days. Three days. I yeah, think. it was three like days. three days. Yeah, so never forget that. We filmed the video uh, that night and then – Four o'clock in the morning, get a knock on the door, and there's officers there. So I, yeah. you know, I open it up like, right. "Hey, what's, yeah. hey, what's, what's going happening? on? What, right. what can I help you with?" <laughs> oh, we help help looking for you. I was like, "Oh, oh. snap!" <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so that was that was like weird. The whole situation was where even the officers that came to get me were just staring at each other, and they was like, "Hey, we gotta step out because." It, we have the wrong person. Yeah, <laughs> they like literally they, said they, that they to me. I was there, like, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm like, I, I didn't do anything, so right. I'm like, go, like, hey, yeah, yeah whatever what you, you did, do what you right. need to do. Let's figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like telling them this, and um, they came back in. I was like, no, the detective on the case says they want you to come in, wow. and then like I'm driving in the van. They they had like a uh, a un unidentifiable van. And I'm driving in the back, and they're just looking back, like, snickering, like, hey, I really hope you have a really great alibi. So, like, at this point, That's I'm like. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a prank. We make, yeah. vi we make YouTube videos. Oh, my videos. gosh. So yeah. I'm, like, kind of, I'm not scared. I'm, right. like, kind of, like, weirded out, but I'm not scared because I'm, like, dang, yo, Glory really got me on this. <laughs> Glory really got me on this one, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about this. So as soon as, as soon as we get to the detective place, like they slapped them handcuffs on me. I'm like, oh, this is real. Oh, this is real. Wow. And I'm at this point, I'm like freaking out. They didn't tell me why, what, just officers came, arrested me, didn't tell me why um, at all for the crimes. And then I'm talking to the detectives, like stuff you see in movies. Yeah. So yeah. like all I know is what I know from the movies. Right. So I'm just like, 
responding like how I see in the movies because yeah. I did not know. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, okay, uh, so you did this, you did this. Like, no, it wasn't me. And yeah. In my head, I'm like, this is like the movies. Like, this is a good cop, this is a bad yeah. cop. Like, all of these things is happening. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they was, like, throwing, like, things at me to, like, kind of trip me up to, like, say I did something that I didn't do. Oh, so it's just like, wow. all right, I'm scared. Like, I'm afraid to talk. So um, they're like, hey, you're going to jail. So I had to go in jail. But this whole experience was really good uh, in a sense of, like, I felt like God the whole time wanted it there. So there was an underlying peace because I mm -hmm. knew I was going to be okay. I was just scared because I didn't know what to expect. Of course. So, like, even the people that I had to share jail cells with um, felt like angels in there with me huh. because uh, they were people that looked scary. Like, yeah. huge people that yeah. like, 300 pounds of muscle wow. walking up to me like, hey, man, what you in here for? Like, <laughs> oh, here, just take my paper. And then they are reading like, oh, I know you ain't do this. Hey, oh. You don't got to worry about nothing. I'll protect you. Oh, I was like, wow. oh, snap. Like, this is wow. this is great. Like, wow. the biggest dude in here is, like, wants to protect me. And, like, <laughs> peop the guys in there were joking on me like, hey, this guy looks like Jesus in the face. <laughs> and everybody, it's like 10 of us. Everybody's, like, laughing. Oh, wow. Like, they knew I was scared. And they was yeah. just trying to let me know. Like, hey man, you're gonna be good, you're gonna That's be out of cool here, don't worry about it. Right. Even like my cellmates who I was staying with, like, uh, it was the guy that was reading the Bible, wow. and um, he didn't know what kind of person I was, so yeah. I was like, Hey, you're reading the Bible, what part? And we started talking about the Bible there, wow, um, just everyone that like I was Paul encountering, <laughs> yeah. And I would tell people, like, Hey, I'll, I'll pray for you, like, wherever you're going through, like, I was genuinely telling people, yeah. like, Hey, I'll pray for you and stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, it was crazy once I got the paper served, like. Everyone was like rejoicing. Like, just imagine like 50 people oh, in like man. this uh, jail cell uh, open. Everyone's happy, excited that I'm getting out. Oh, and a wow. uh, guy, I never forget, guy said, Hey, I'm more happy that you're leaving than I am and wow. stuff. And um, wow. it like, it will always stick with me. And I still yeah. pray for like the people. I hope that their lives are like all good mm. and everything um, and stuff. So it was like a crazy journey. But even it didn't stop there because. Wow. It was a uh, two a uh, year of not knowing if I'm going to be in prison because I'm like facing life for so, like, something I didn't was, do. What were the crimes that you were accused of? Yeah, so it was like two counts of everything. So like armed robbery, carjacking, um, assault, different degrees of assault. And they had the wrong Matt Brooks, right? Yeah, Is that what it was? yeah. It was somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they nuts. found. So apparently, what was in the uh, police report? They found a doctor's note that said Matthew Brooks. And oh I, until this day, I'm like, so you just ain't go to the hospital and just <laughs> right. look up the math, the right Matthew Brooks. You just like, find crazy. a line of Matthew Brooks's, and the guy just picked my picture. That's that's how they did it. Yeah, and that's funny nuts. about that picture is like I took that picture when I was 21. I was 25 when I got arrested, and I look nothing like my picture. Right. So I'm like, yeah. all right, so you, I don't even look like this picture. Yeah. You looking at me? I don't look like this. My hair was long and everything. Mm. Um. So, yeah, that whole situation was crazy. But um, everyone that was surrounded, that I was surrounded by in, like, the justice system felt like they came straight from God. Mm. Um, everyone was nice to me. Everyone was respectful. They knew I didn't do it. They were telling me how sorry they were that all of this yeah. is happening. And so, you yeah. know, so, yeah. I mean— I, I think it's incredible that you have such like a positive attitude, and and this is not just twenty twenty hindsight. Yeah, I think I said at the time, like I don't understand how you have such a positive attitude. I would be yeah. so angry, and like I, I mean, I would want to burn the thing down for like <laughs> yeah. all that was going on. But like, I think one of the things that like, again, it's not like they just straighten this out and you went your way. Like you had to pay court fees, yep. like for something you didn't do, like yeah. money out of your pocket. All I mean, I I'm, to, I'm getting fired up just thinking. Yeah, about it. Yeah, we had but, to pay yeah. for a very expensive lawyer, like. We oh because we were scared. We yeah. didn't want just anyone, of course, um, to represent me. And even the, the lawyer was scared me. He's like, you know how hard it is to defend someone that's actually innocent. I'm like, oh so you've been defending <laughs> all these people, and right. I'm actually innocent. You, you're like oh nervous. So yeah. that like scared me. Of course, um, but I think what it. helped me with this whole process is like my family because mm. they're so God centered. Yeah. So my outlook on life uh, is different. Um, yeah. 
and you know what I know about God. So it was so random that I was like, yeah, God needs something done. Mm. I, till this day, I still don't know what it was. Maybe I did have an impact on the people that I share cells with. Yeah. Um, and they're going on to live, I'm praying, better lives. Um, right. But for me individually, I still wrestle with that till this day. And I still like suffer from PTSD till this day yeah. because of that, um, yeah. that I'm still working on. So um, definitely mm. a crazy thing. Um, oh my god! I had the experience, yeah. and Glory was right there. We were yeah. fresh. Imagine being yeah. like a, a year in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, your new boyfriend's arrested for something, like claiming <laughs> yeah. he's innocent, right? It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I was in jail thinking like, yeah, she gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah, but nah, she was there. Huh. You know, paying for like bail, putting up bail money, and like wow. all of that stuff. So yeah. wow. I think one another hard thing too was he had like got hired for a job, like kind of like I, similar I forgot to about College this. Park. Yeah. yeah. And then they they literally hired him, and then they took it back. Well, because of the police record, like yeah, yeah, they had yeah. to do. It. They was like, yeah, you got the job. We just gotta do a background check. Oh, and people oh joke like, gosh. oh, we just gotta do a background check. Yeah, That's there. Like people yeah. always like you know say yeah. that, but then they were like, but it was oh, pending, wow. and yeah. for a year he had a pending trial on his like yeah. record. Yeah, which is again like people don't. It's like. Those of us who have never been through something like this can't yeah. even understand all yeah. that all the roadblocks that, that puts in your way. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. travel outside of Maryland without. And you, know, you wanted like, to go to YouTube conferences, other yeah. places. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it really affected everything. <sighs> Changed yeah. his entire yeah. mindset. He used to love doing like pranks outside, like you know, like yeah. acting crazy. But like he, it, it, even that, like to this day, it just affects his every like way of thinking, even if he doesn't yeah. really realize it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we yeah. don't do things in public anymore. Just yeah. anything that could incite, like, yeah. hey, officer might get called. Yeah. Like, yeah. It paranoids. I don't even watch cop shows. Oh, man. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, not yeah. that I don't like uh, officers or anything. It's nothing like that. It just, uh, yeah, I, I revisit like that experience again. So uh, I was, I remember I was watching The Wire and then once that happened, I was like, well, I ain't finishing this. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I ain't yeah. finishing this show now. Right. Um, oh. And stuff, so. So, yeah, it it was a hard thing, but you know, yeah. God got me out of it with everyone. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm like genuinely so sorry that that is a part of your story and a part of your experience. But I think it's incredible that you have used it. That first of all, it hasn't held you back. No. Like you know, like all yeah. the things that God yeah. has like laid before you to do, you are accomplishing despite anything that you know people tried to throw in your path. Yeah, you know? and like. But also just that you have kept such a positive attitude towards God and towards community and that you leaned into community yeah. at the time. Like, I just remember, I mean, and I, I don't know, Kira would tell you this, yeah. but like, I just think so fondly of both of you, like, all the oh, time. I like, appreciate I, that. I mean, like, I just love you guys. And so, like, uh, and, like, every time we're, like, around you two, we both walk away, like, man, we just love them. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, but, like, I think your genuineness and, like, just everything about how you've handled it's really difficult things in your lives. Like, yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm always... Um, impressed, and I just you're your biggest fans. So oh, like, thank you. really, really oh, yeah. feel that thank way. You a lot, yeah. But you know, I, I definitely wanted to kind of turn the last part of the conversation towards you know just horizon, like you like, and get your insight and your wisdom because you you walk well in these spaces. And your mind, what are some of the challenges for any church to grow in diversity? Challenges. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's just really challenging um, because you don't like if you want it to be my di- more diverse. Is it weird to like specifically reach out to people of different colors mm. for that purpose? Like, right. I don't know what the most natural f- way to get to have a more diverse church is. I right. kind of still searching for that. Um, I don't know. It, yeah, it's it's really tough. I guess it's more of like a environment thing of like mm. who's in that area. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, if there's certain s- sections in Baltimore, this church is going to look this certain right. type of way because this is yeah. who lives That's in who this lives area yeah. and hmm. stuff when you think about growing i mean just the story early on hey how did you find out about horizon well yeah. nathan uh who is white invited glory yeah who in turn invited me yeah you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. now we're part right so it's like hey i mean it's like the small things mm. that can really help so like yeah. hey do you know anyone that you can invite yeah and see how wh- what their experience would be like at horizon yeah. and things and I think as long as we're playing our part at Horizon, making sure everyone feels comfortable, mm. um, you know what I'm saying, then um, I, gu- I guess that's the only important. As long yeah. as uh, newcomers of whoever it is feels like uh, special and feels like, hey, this is a safe place to be yeah. to worship, um, I think that's all we can really do. Mm. And then it's up to the other person if they want to call it home or not. You know, Right. Mm. 
No, that's a huge point. Like, you don't want to like market like we want more African Americans yeah. at our church, so come. Like, yeah, you know, that's not. But but it is being reflective of reaching the neighborhood. Well, like mm-hmm. you know, who lives in our community? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's like the people who live in our community are the people that we really want to be coming to our church. Like regardless of race, color, yeah. like, we we yeah, want we true. want to be reflective of the neighborhood. But I also think that there's a level of like. You know, when you come and you don't see many people like yourself, yeah. it's hard to feel at home. You right. know, like yeah. it's like I think you guys are rare in that you like you like persevered in that space. And we've mm-hmm. had we do have some incredible African American families and some incredible Asian families that like have just like made it their home. Yeah. yeah. But it's like I feel like they're almost like like the linchpins that make it possible for yeah. someone else to kind of gotcha. like make it their home. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's uh, um because it is hard when you don't see many people like yourself, you just start to wonder, mm-hmm. like, am I accepted here? Am mm-hmm. I like, uh, you know, and, and, but I do think that we're going to get to what maybe we could do as a church. I think you guys could give us some help in that. But I guess like, before we even talk about how, why do you think it's important? Like what, what does a church gain from being very diverse? Again, um, to two people who celebrate diversity really yeah, well yeah, on yeah. YouTube channel. I know. It's a lot to think about. <laughs> process. I don't know. I just think, um, I, I I personally want to go to church where I see people like myself, but not only that, like people of you know, of different ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. Like that's what I love. You know, that's what I believe is gonna the the kingdom of heaven is gonna yes. be reflected in that way. Yeah. So I just prefer that. And so if I'm being really honest, Good you know, for a period of time, I would say for like a year actually, I wasn't attending Horizon. Right. Um, and I want to say honestly, specifically for that reason, mm. I was like, dang, like. I feel like I can't really relate here. Mm. Um, I like I did have friends, but I felt like I don't. Maybe it was just my own insecurity. Mm. I, I would attribute a lot of it to my own insecurity, but um, I would say I just never felt like super connected with mm. people. Um, if I would like look at Horizon, I'd be like, oh, like it's not very diverse, and I'm just really into diversity. Mm. And I remember expressing that um, feeling to a friend, um, one of our black friends, uh, who really like <laughs> uh, he. <laughs> I told him about that and he's like, you know, instead of finding a new church, what if you just brought people with you like Mm. to that church? And I was like, that's a really good point. Cause like you can't really like, there's always going to be certain things about churches that you like and you don't like, and you're never going to find one that has everything Mm. on your quote unquote checklist. (laughs) Um, So I thought that was a really good point. That actually really changed my mindset. And I was like, Mm. wow. Like, and so I do remember like trying to reach out to my friends, um, but then I just didn't want to like specifically reach (laughs) out. Only reach out to your (laughs) ethnic friends. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of a struggle. Yeah. um, Still kind of working through it, but like I want to be at the church that feels like home. And so Mm. this one is it. And if that really matters to me, Mm. then obviously I'm going to do something about it. And, you know, I think that helps everyone um, in return. So uh, that's why I've wanted to commit myself here. And that's why. But I I do find it to be something that is important Mm. um, in a church for sure. Well, I think what you said about it being a picture of the kingdom is absolutely right. And I think that that's what we miss most when we don't have it. It's not like. We just miss the picture of what God's family looks like. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like if it, we only. And I've heard a statistic that like, um, and and, and I, I don't know. I, this is not substantiated, so I don't yeah. know if it's true <laughs> or not. But like, it's possible that like uh, churches are more segregated on Sundays now than they've ever been. Like in the really? sense that like like the, the people are more siloed into their own like people groups on on Sunday mornings, which is like the mm. one time we should be the most diverse, yeah, right? Yeah, and stand yeah. together arm in arm. Yeah. And it's like, and man, that's, that's just gotta be something we are, are aware of as a body, as a body of Christ that we are trying to like steer into more diverse crowds, right, you know? Right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think diversity is important in a church. Just, well, a, if you're new, um, you know, you can feel more comfortable. Like, Hey, I don't have to worry about if, mm. Uh, if I'm going to be accepted or not because usually you know with a lot of churches some churches have that stigma of like hey they're not going to accept me there right. so I think when you first walk into a church that's that that first question is out your mind hey I, s- mm. I see some people like me right, so if right. they like them they they got they must like me I'm a <laughs> nice person um and uh, just also just like just the way of life cuz we're all different individually mm. um just uh even from a cultural background so it's like all always nice to learn about yeah. other people getting different viewpoints and things of like mm. hey how does how do you see god like what's your definition uh, how do you fit god into your life personally and then you know i think that will help us like even grow even further of taking like how does god act in these people's lives mm. in my own life and then you can yeah. say like wow god is working like crazy yeah. in everyone's lives in a crazy way um so i think in from that diversity standpoint i think that's why it's important important to uh you know bring as much people yeah. in as possible you know yeah. in essence 
you know, it, it's funny. Like, um, I, I don't know if you ever find any tension in this, but I always find, and you, I, I'm, I'm able to be really honest with you guys. So I yeah. can just ask you if this yeah. is inappropriate yeah. or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Usually I'll just ask, but like, um, like even like wanting your story told, like I want your story told because I want people to understand the issues of racism, but I also don't want to like put you as like a poster boy or like on a pet, like, <laughs> yeah. now, like, Oh, well, here's Matt. Tell his story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. so like, it's a real weird line of like, I want people to be aware that this is somebody that we care about and that we know, but I also don't want to like monopolize mm-hmm. something that you've been through yeah. as in like see horizon cares and we have somebody that, who's gone through right this, yeah you know? no I understand. so it's like this weird tension of saying like i want people to care and i want you to feel just like you're just part of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you don't have to like yeah. you know get on a pedestal and shout <laughs> yeah exactly i don't mind sharing it just yeah. for that same uh aspect of like hey people should learn right. and um i know horizon cares about me so right. i know that if i share that story people's hearts are going to come towards me mm-hmm. hey man like what can i do to like make things better or like do you need anything right so me sharing that is just uh you know telling like family like a mm. secret that you've kept for a long time that you finally feel free to just tell them because you know you're only going to get love in return so mm. i didn't i didn't That's mind awesome. that when you asked me at all i was like hey yeah man i should tell them because you know horizon was there for me mm. during that dark time it That's wasn't cool. just like one person it was like a lot of mm-hmm. people right. were coming there That's and awesome. then they didn't even share the like I wouldn't call it a secret, but my story, right? You know, it was right. like uh, they were just there for me individually, so hmm. um, it meant a lot. You know, that's awesome, man. So one last question for you two: What are steps that you would like to see Horizon take to begin to draw a more diverse crowd? Like, what advice would you give to us as a church? Because you're a part of us, and we want to hear your thoughts. You know, I actually like looked at this question. I was really trying to think of it. <laughs> I don't. I feel like that's such a hard like mm. thing, but. Um, I thought of, like, a unique way that maybe Horizon can bring, like, people. Um, I know I went to Horizon when I was in college, Mm -hmm. right, because my friend reached out to me. But I was also, like, when I was in school, I was really involved. Um, I wanted to be as involved as I could in a lot of different groups. Yeah. So I don't know if this is, like, kind of too out there, but it would be kind of – I know there have to be at least some people from Towson University attending Horizon right now. absolutely. If, like – some s- people that are actively attending Horizon wouldn't mind maybe even creating some kind of like Horizon group on campus, on campus. where students oh, are wow. always there. Yeah. Um, just because I know myself, I was more likely to attend hmm. something on campus, like a yeah. group, rather than at a church I didn't really know. I so if that, there's yeah. any willing people, I yeah. feel like that's a really cool way to get. Because, um, you know, Towson, I don't know if it's considered a diverse school. Right. Is it? I don't know. I don't I know. Like <laughs> I know that a lot of my friends, like, I had a lot of diverse yes. friends. So I know that it at least exists. The university is um, very reflective of the community. I think it I think. is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it is. So that being said, I feel like um, if there are willing people mm. that attend Towson and Horizon at the same time, that would be really cool to create some kind of like club or group, kind of like you know, how cr- there's crew. Absolutely. Or like uh, Young Life, I've seen yeah, at college. Uh-huh. Like, it'd be really cool if there was like a Horizon. I, that club. sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's just something I thought about. Wow, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you when I was in college? No, I'm just um, I think for me, I think it's important to maybe even celebrate mm. different aspects of cultures Ooh. throughout the year. So, um, awesome. I know, and I attribute that I see YouTube do this a lot. Like, YouTube right. will oh, yeah. uh, highlight specific cultures throughout that's, the year. So, yeah, like, hey, yeah. uh, this month is Asian Appreciation Month, and then oh, it goes into yeah, detail yeah. of like for well specifically for YouTube and the media, Asian media mm-hmm. and stuff, and they highlight those certain aspects, so you get a chance to like learn about it. Yeah, and uh, people come out, people are more supportive, like oh wow, this yeah. is really cool and stuff. So I feel like that's like a really fun way uh, to attract more people, yeah. but also to educate like everyone yeah. and stuff. Um, you know, doing like the cultural series, yeah. I'm like dang. I'm learning this just about uh-huh. Korean. I'm wondering what, like, Poland's like or, yeah, you know, wow. Ireland, uh, you know, Japan, like, all these different things. So I think Love it's 12, 12 months in a year. Yeah. So it's like uh, there's a lot you can do. That's and then if only we had some creative video people who could help us with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder who that might be. Um, that's, that's really that's all awesome. I can think about that's because really cool. we have the love aspect down. Yeah. Um, Everyone I see in Horizon, I never see people like turning people away. Right, yeah, always showing love, especially mm. if someone's new. Everyone's always feeling welcome, or at least yeah. showing their appreciation. Yeah, um, for new people and stuff. I was in like the small room on the side and yeah. um, saw two people talking. Like, hey, you know, there's uh, two new people out front, so you know, make sure we 
you know, show love to him in the cool. beginning. And I was eating my Starbucks sandwich <laughs> in the back, listening like, oh, oh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> I wonder who that may be. Um, and stuff. But I didn't oh, know that awesome. when it went yeah. through. I was like, yeah, it was really cool. They purposely uh, want to make right, an impact on that right. new person and stuff. That's so, powerful. Yeah. Uh, that's really helpful stuff, guys. Here's what I want. I want this to be the beginning of this conversation at Horizon, and I want it to be keep going and get deeper. You know, right. and like, yeah. And I feel like I'm glad that you guys are telling your part of the story because mm-hmm. I think you're such a, 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 a important resource for us for our ability to grow at this. Like, I think you have nice. both the heart for it and the capacity to kind of do creative things to bring attention to things. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I would love to continue this yeah, conversation of off course. the air for times to come, and maybe of we'll course. get you back here in like a year and talk more yeah. about it. Hey, see how much it's yeah. grown. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's, let's plug you guys. Tell us how we can rate, subscribe, follow, what, what, what can people do to follow you, to, yeah. to know you more? So everything is Slice and Rice, I would awesome. say. So it's Slice and the letter N and then Rice. So we're mainly on YouTube and Facebook. But awesome. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, I think yeah, all this, all the social media is out yeah. there. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. you can find us. I, I especially I'll, I'll give a plug. It, it, like, are you invited to the to the cookout? Are you, <laughs> yeah. like, for, I got like such a kick out of that. Like, the glory scene if she's qualified to come to the cookout or not, and Matt finding out if he's welcome to the Korean barbecue. Like, so such good stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, people should definitely check it out. It's Please really do. great videos. Play yeah. the game, see yeah. what you can learn about it. That's right. Oh, it's so good. Well, thank you for joining us today. If you would like more information about Horizon Church, you can check out our website at horizontowson.com. We are a community where you will be loved and have an opportunity to be loved. Thanks for joining us on the horizon.